From the hallowed hallways of Shed High School, from WSHDLP Eastport, this is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane from Eastport, Maine. Stay tuned for historical 78 RPM recordings from around the world. Let's tip our hats and welcome to early spring. Yes, we're broadcasting today from the bird sanctuary on the grounds of the round the world castle. Get out your binoculars because we're going to take a close look at not only the birds that hang around here all year, but the birds we're welcoming back from their winter vacations. There's a superstition that whoever sees the first robin of spring will have good luck. So let's have Al Jolson pop out of the brush with Carl Fenton's 1926 orchestra. Got your future arranged for 
under conditions like me. Robins and roses and maybe a tree. A few morning glories, a cottage two stories high. Robins and roses and your love for me to live on forever, my love. Never to die A place where neighbors May drop in And smile when they see An armchair to flop in We can add to their glee Serve an afternoon tea Made robins and roses And then life will be a poem by Kipling While troubles go rippling by A place where neighbors are gonna drop in And they'll smile when they see An armchair to flop in We can add to their glee Serve an afternoon tea Mid those robins and those roses And then life will be A poem by Kipling while troubles go rippling by. That was Bing Crosby praising Robins and Roses. He was assisted by Victor Young and his orchestra from 1936. And we commenced with Carl Fenton's orchestra when the red, red robin comes bob, bob, bobbing along. Al Jolson reporting. The American robin is among the songbirds singing at the first light of day and the last as night sets in perched on a prominent tree branch. What is the robin actually saying? Well, it's probably sending out an all-points bulletin. I'm an adult male robin looking to establish a relationship. Good nest-building skills and worm-finding ability. Or perhaps, this territory is already claimed. Stay away. The American robin also sings when storms approach. Batten down the hatches. And when the storm is over, Hey, looky, there's worms aplenty. You're listening to WSHDLP Eastport. We are broadcasting from the Bird Sanctuary on the grounds of the Round the World Castle. And back in the early days of recorded sound, not all instruments sounded well with the primitive recording technology. One thing that did seem to work well was whistling with orchestral background. We have here in attendance professional whistler Sybil Sanderson Fagan, who recorded ornithographical tributes from 1917 to 1924.
Here is the 1921 Dance of the Robins. Clean and I'll be satisfied Having a family 
Wiley from 1931, Pick Poor Robin Clean, preceded by Dance of the Robins, featuring the 1921 warbling of professional whistler Sybil Sanderson Fagan. And speaking of bird imitators, we hear next the stupendous 1903 virtuosos Bohemir Krill and Leroy Haynes, who will conjure the birds of the forest on none other than the cornet and trombone. So hold on to your hats. Thank you. 
Bohemir Krill and Leroy Haynes imitating birds of the forest on the cornet and the trombone. That incredible performance from 1903. We're in the bird sanctuary of the Round the World Castle, waiting to greet the first songbirds of spring. Here is Sophie Tucker keeping an eye out for the first 1922 bluebird.
Roland Cowley and Lake Howard with their 1936 Grey Eagle. This was preceded by Sophie Tucker, who is anxiously peering through her 1922 binoculars. Bluebird, where are you? We're going to hike out of the forest and tramp down to the wetlands to have a gander at some ducks, swans, and whoever else is down here. It's interesting to note that recently psychologists in Great Britain conducted a year-long experiment and published a paper concluding that the best animal for depicting humor is the duck. The abstract concludes that if one is to tell a joke about an animal, a duck will get the most laughs. Does that seem correct? Well, Raven Scott and his 1939 orchestra seem to have taken it to heart. Here is their Huckleberry Duck.
Lloyd Rayburn and his orchestra from 1946. Duck Waddle. Before that, the 1939 Huckleberry Duck by Raymond Scott and his new orchestra. Two examples of mining the duck for its humor value. You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport. We are broadcasting from the wetlands of the bird sanctuary on the grounds of the Round the World Castle. That was two ducks. Now let's let's train our spy glasses on a swan. Swans usually mate for life, although divorce sometimes occurs, particularly following nesting failure. And if a mate dies, the remaining swan will take up with another. Here is cellist Pablo Casals performing The Swan by Camille Saint-Saëns.
I love you, everyone has his way. Here's the way I say I love you, don't you think it's okay? Does a duck like water? Yes, sir. Does a rose like dew? Ah, ah. Can a whistle whistle? Can a thistle thistle? And why love you? Does a bee like honey? Yeah, man. Does a cow go moo? Ah, ah. Can a raindrop patter? Can a window shadow? And do I love you? The answer is yes, yes. A thousand times yes. And while I confess, let me impress. Does a cat like Kathy? Sure enough. Does a wind go woo? Ah, ah. Can a whistle whistle? Can a thistle thistle? And do I love you? Does a duck like water? Yes, uh, one and one make two. Ah, ah. Does a wave keep rolling? Does a bell keep tolling? And do I love you? Does a wife spend money? Yeah, man. Does a rent come due? <laughs> Does a frog keep croaking? Does a wag keep joking? And do I love you? The answer is yes, yes, a thousand times yes. And while I confess, please let me impress. Does the child like Christmas? Sure enough, do the lovebirds coo? Ah, ah, is the fall day shorter? Does the duck like water? And do I love you? Johnny Morris with Vincent Lopez and his 1936 orchestra. Does a duck like water? Before that, we heard cellist Pablo Casals in a 1926 performance of The Swan by Camille Saint-Saëns. Okay, that's, that's enough wetlands birds for this hour. Let's trudge up the hill to the conservatory where we keep the tropical and exotic birds. Did you know that parrots actually develop different dialects? depending on who they hang out with and grow up with. This is a big problem for endangered birds being reared in captivity so they can be released later into the wild. They get out there and don't understand the language of their wild relatives, which makes it hard to break into the dating scene. And speaking of parrots, here's the 1920 Isham Jones Orchestra with one of the smallest of the parrot species, the lovebird. Thank you. 
James McCool from 1905. The songbirds are singing of you. This was whisked in by Lovebird, the Isham Jones 1920 Orchestra. The first study to systematically measure the number of neurons in the brains of birds has found that they have significantly more neurons packed into those little heads than are stuffed into mammalian or even primate brains of the same mass. It has been found that birds especially songbirds and parrots, have surprisingly large numbers of neurons in their pallium, the part of the brain that corresponds to the cerebral cortex, which supports higher cognitive functions, such as planning for the future or finding patterns. That explains why they exhibit levels of cognition at least as complex as primates. So the term bird brain should be a compliment because it packs in more IQ per cubic inch. And we continue to feather our nest of ornithographic anthems with help from the Book Cadillac Hotel Orchestra, just a 1926 bird's eye view of my old Kentucky home.
that I got an awful lot to learn. But if you tell me that my heart's on fire, I'm gonna let it burn. I'm gonna be a shockin' mockingbird. I'm gonna mingle with the best. I'm gonna try to find my heart's desire. I'm gonna rob the nest. Just like little Miss Muffet eating away in curves. When I act a bit tough, I frighten away the birds. I'm gonna be a slummin', hummin' bird. I'm gonna pass along the word. I'm gonna have my fun and never tire. And if my technique seems absurd, that's because I've never been a shaded ladybird. Peggy Lee with Benny Goodman and his orchestra, Shady Ladybird from 1941. And before that, just a bird's eye view of my old Kentucky home, rendered by the Book Cadillac Hotel Orchestra of 1926. Now before we box up our bird-watching jubilee here at the Round the World Bird Sanctuary, let's draw our attention to all the pigeons on the neighbor's roof. The Council of Pigeons would like to remind us that Pigeons have been domesticated for over 10,000 years. They are proud of the high density and tight organization of the neurons in their brains, and between themselves refer to primates, such as humans, as airheads. Pigeons can be trained to distinguish between cubist and impressionist paintings, something not all humans are capable of. In a U.S. Coast Guard search and rescue project back in the 70s and 80s, Pigeons were shown to be more effective than humans in spotting shipwreck victims at sea. Pigeons can detect cancer in radiology images. Pigeons are on par with chimps and gorillas when it comes to counting. Pigeons can recognize written words. Pigeons have an amazing memory. Pigeons were trained to memorize 725 random black and white visual patterns and the patterns did not share any systematic characteristics, so the pigeons had to memorize them one by one. Some humans think pigeons are a nuisance because they poop all over everything, but the birds have been shown to be so intelligent, they're just waiting for someone with opposable thumbs to invent a pigeon toilet, which they will quickly learn to use, and the problem will be solved. And to underscore the prestige which should be accorded pigeons, Here's the Victor Military Band from 1915, Pigeon Walk, Foxtrot. 
Weatherbird Rag, courtesy of King Oliver's 1923 Creole Jazz Band. Before that, we stood at attention before the superior intelligence of the domestic pigeon with the 1915 Victor Military Band Pigeon Walk Foxtrot. And this concludes the musical portion of Round the World this hour. We're back in the castle drying off after some excellent bird watching in the sanctuary. We saw the first robins and bluebirds of spring, looked at some ducks and swans in the swamp, and learned about the superior intelligence of parrots and pigeons. You are listening to WSHDLP Esport. This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane. Thanks for joining us this hour. <laughs>